to Changing Academic Life. I'm Geraldine Fitzpatrick, and this is a podcast series where academics and others share their stories, provide ideas, and provoke discussions about what we can do individually and collectively to change academic life for the better. So welcome to the 13th episode of the Changing Academic Life podcast series. This is just going to be a short reflection today. Now, it's not because I didn't want to give any of our lovely guests the number 13. Of course, no one would care about that, would they? Because we're all scientists. But it does happen to conveniently coincide with the end of the year and the beginning of a brand new year. And I just thought it would be useful to take a couple of minutes just to step back and reflect a little bit. I started this series because I knew for myself that I was finding academic life increasingly difficult and more stressful and just feeling like something had to change. And I also know from talking to loads of other people and doing doctoral consortiums and doing a lot of informal mentoring of people that this is not a a lone thing. It doesn't matter who you talk to in what country or what institution, just about everybody has a version of the stress and pressures increasing and feeling like they can never do enough. And also somehow losing the joy of what it is that this career can be and what it can offer. And I also know the power of stories and and connecting people together. I see the podcast as a way of really starting to talk to one another, not just about our work, we do that all the time, but about really connecting together somehow as community who are supporting one another in doing the great research that we do as as a peer network. So it's been a huge learning curve, of course, and will continue to be. So thank you for bearing with the, the, the variable quality. But it's also been a real honour and a pleasure to be able to speak to some amazing people, get behind some of their stories. And I think what's been really interesting is the diversity of stories that people have to tell. And we've talked to people, I've talked to people from um, Europe, different countries in Europe, from the US, Canada, Australia, and I'm wanting to try and capture people from further regions in the new year as well. We've had a mix of men and women um, and junior and senior faculty and people working in academia and at some industry experience as well. And it's been interesting hearing a lot of themes come up again and again um, that I won't review here in any detail. But across those themes, just hearing the very different ways that people frame up their experiences, um, how, they, how they reflect on those experiences and what they, what they frame as challenges and how they get around them. And also where they find pleasure and joy and what counts as work for some is pressure for others and vice versa. It really is a diverse set of experiences and I think it really helps reassure us that we each have to find our own way of negotiating 
a version of academic life that we uh, can live with and that we can thrive in. So hopefully hearing people's stories reassures us that we're not alone in experiencing many of the things that we're experiencing, but also inspire us in different ways and give us practical hints and tips and tricks that we can try out for ourselves as we try to negotiate our own version. Also, when we start looking at the bigger picture, so there are things that we can change for ourselves and the choices that we can make in how we frame things or uh, what we choose to prioritise. One of the things that we have heard a lot is about people saying, needing, about needing to learn to say no more often. But I think what we've also heard a lot is about people who've said yes as well and what that's brought them. So I don't think it's quite as simple as just saying no. And actually at Kai conference this year, I have a course uh, on learning to say yes wisely and strategically, where I'm hoping that we can start to explore this together and reframe saying no to saying yes to what's important and what that means and how we might do it. And hopefully too we can reflect more on how we can be kinder to one another and how we can start to shift the culture of academia to be more respectful of people's different journeys and paths. That's a longer-term agenda to really make bigger changes. But if we all start agitating and talking and sharing and doing small pieces, I think we can start to make a difference. And another thing that we've heard from a few people is the importance of celebrating our successes and what we have achieved So maybe it's timely now at the beginning of this new year that we stop and take stock of what we did well last year and what we achieved and what we're proud of and to take some time to actually celebrate that and to think about how we can keep more of that for this year and also to think about the things that we might want to do differently. And as part of this, reflecting on What makes a good academic life? Or what makes a good life for those of us who work in academia? So there's a lot about this that we have the power to change and to influence. So moving, looking forward for 2017, I'd love to hear any thoughts and reflections you had about what you've got out of the podcast And any ideas you have, particularly for people you'd like me to speak with or topics or themes you'd like covered, you can do that via Twitter at ChangeAcadLife. And you can also send an email to jerryfitz at changingacademiclife.com. So here's wishing all of us a great 2017 and a, a balanced, authentic, vibrant, joy-filled academic life in whatever way that plays out for us. Happy New Year. You can find all the podcasts with notes and related links on www.changingacademiclife.com and on iTunes under Changing Academic Life. You can also subscribe to Change Academic Life on Twitter.